in my first episode, I was like, I need some kind of intro music, but I wanted it to be unique, so I just went and played a little guitar riff real quick and uploaded that. And I will admit it was pretty obnoxious, so uh, I'm gonna stick with the music that they got, one of these pre-programmed ones they got on, uh, on this app, Anchor. So, this is nice. I think this is much nicer. I'm gonna stick with that. So today I wanna talk about villains because that's, as I said last week, probably the best part of the story to me. Um, so yeah, let's get to that. So last week, I kinda touched down upon it that you know, villains are primarily, like, especially in, you know, sci-fi and epic fantasy, uh, one of the biggest things that drives me to be interested in a story, um, and not necessarily just those genres, but, um, you know, I, I think it's just one of the most iconic things that people remember, you know, if I say Star Wars, I think most people, I mean, at least me, I, I think Darth Vader right away. Why? Because he's friggin' awesome. Uh, I mean, and it, and it, it can be a villain can be awesome for a lot of different ways. But like, you know, for for Vader's sake, what what do you get? Like, before you know anything about the guy, uh, you get a bunch of rebels standing there, and, and they get sieged on on Leia's ship by the Empire, and there's all these dudes in white and cool looking armor but there's one dude that comes through in black armor with a cape walking in like a boss uh he chokes some dude out a little bit later in the movie he chokes a dude out without even using his actual hands on the guy he has the voice of james earl jones which is the most badass voice one can have um you know, I mean, there's there's just so many things that like uh, that are just on the surface that are really cool about the guy and makes you remember him. Um, and ultimately, that's what. Now, you, you know, to to me, I, I guess the biggest thing is is screen time. When he's on the screen, you're interested. He's the bad guy, no question. But you want to see him. You want to see more of him. Um, you know, a, a, another way to go about it is uh, James Bond, for example. Um, the 007 movies, like one, kind of one of the more formulaic things they have there, um, and maybe not all of them fit this, but most of them seem to have this this quality where uh, they're definitely interesting, but they're kind of off or creepy or just weird in some way. And, and you know, you you aren't like uh, that sympathetic toward them for the most part. Like, um, I, I think Javier Bardem in what was I want to say it was Skyfall for a recent example. Javier was great, um, but he was a little strange, and and it, it came in a lot of ways. The way he kind of talked, the way he acted, got a little close with. Uh, um, uh, Bond, when he had him, you know, tied up and, and definitely was making him feel uncomfortable. He, uh, 
And then even to the point where he like pulls his false teeth out and his, he just looks creepy there. Um, and, and I guess you can under, you can feel sympathetic and understand why he's so mad, but he's also trying to kill M, who everybody loves, Judy Dench. Um, but, but by no means is that a bad villain. It's a great villain. It made it so, it made him so interesting. It made us, you know, want to see where it goes. But ultimately, he's the type of villain where we were like, okay, we want to see this guy dead. Um, which is definitely one way to go about it. I don't know. I mean, I guess it would be different maybe if you were following like I mean I wasn't alive when the original Star Wars trilogy came out but I for one wasn't like waiting for the moment they killed Vader I was that was the character I wanted to see more and more of um you know uh another way to go as far as as villains is well quite quite the opposite I guess of the Bond way the the very sympathetic the you know the villain that you feel for um, Zuko in Avatar: The Last Airbender, great example. Um, you know he's really just a kid that's struggling with um, really being an outcast of of the Fire Nation of his father, and um, you know he's a villain only because of his upbringing and because. You know, I mean, he to to get his acceptance from his father and to get back into the Fire Nation, he thinks the only way he can do that is to capture our protagonist, the Avatar Aang. So, um, and you know, it slowly unravels through the series. You you see, um, you know, more sympathetic points where, you know, things that maybe his dad wouldn't do, like uh, you know, not pursuing. Avatar at the detriment of his crew at some point, and uh, even to the point where he finally has a full turnaround and and wants to be good. Uh, you know, sorry, spoiler, but if you haven't seen Avatar by now, what have you been doing, man? That series is great. Um, so, you know, it's something where, to me, I almost kind of write. At least so far, a lot of my story ideas are just, you know, bulletins at this point. But uh, it's to the point where it's like, what, um, you know, the stories almost are built around a villain for me. Or at least the events are. Which, I guess, if you're just going to make a timeline, that sort of makes sense. You know, what, uh, a lot, you know, if I'm telling a lot of stories that are... Uh, based around conflict, of course, there's a villain. Uh, you know, if you were going to tell a story of Earth through a bunch of novels, you would be basing it around things villains did, you know? Genghis Khan's, Hitler's, Stalin's, all, all those, you know, because that's when something crazy and, and story-worthy happened. So, um... You know, not not directly comparing those guys to Zuko or anything. They're they're not very sympathetic, I, in my opinion. I don't I don't think I needed to clarify that, but just in case, you never know today. <laughs> um, so so one one character I kind of um, talked about last time was sort of my main villain, my uh, 
my Sauron, if you will. I, I, I compared her to Mara. I compared her to the devil last time. That was maybe not the best choice, because it's not like the biblical devil, but it's like, uh, you know, I guess more more like a Diablo from from the Diablo video games, or, or like I said, a Sauron. You know, just, just the, the evil one, right? Um... Which is one way to go. That that's that's the one that's uh, a little more tricky to write, just because um, you really have to craft nuances there. I, I think sometimes, and, and I do want to like write sort of her backstory uh, at some point, probably probably pretty early on. Um, but the first book I'm going to write is not really focused on her backstory. So when you have those characters, it's like, you know, it's almost like what's happening around, you know, I guess, I guess you're not building up the character of, of the evil, of the, of the, of the villain here. You're more showing what they did and it's more their overall power. Um, and, and later on, I think she'll probably become a little more sympathetic when you see her backstory. But in story one, there's no sympathy. It's, it's just like Sauron, like F that guy, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of death and it's really just this person's fault. Um, but you know, there are, there are definitely characters in the future and that's, that's the thing I'm mostly into oh, that I really can't wait to explore. There's definitely other villains I have where I want to explore a more sympathetic route, a, a villain where you definitely see where they're coming from. Oh, the one I want to touch on, uh, you know, that's and, and that's kind of a more recent and big example is is Thanos from the MCU. Um, Thanos, and, and this is one, like ultimately to make a very complex bad guy. I think you have to have a villain who thinks they are the good guy. Uh, Thanos thinks, you know, by doing the snap and and killing half the living beings in the universe, uh, he thinks he is doing a service to everybody. He thinks. Uh, you know, to him, the problem is overpopulation and, you know, the, the fate of what happened to his home planet. Um, and he thinks he's saving everybody by doing, by, by killing half of people, he can save the other half. Um, and that's, you know, definitely not, it's not sympathetic as far as, you know, I don't, I don't think many people are watching that going, yeah, yeah, I get it, do that. But you do, you can feel for why he might go so extreme, um, or at least, you know, where, where he came from as far as, I mean, his planet's dead, you, you see it. Um, and so he, that, that would, I mean, I would imagine if everybody on Earth died except me, I, that would change who I am and how I feel. Um, by the way, sorry about the sound. I wanna, I, I wanted to address that. Uh, I'm just recording on a simple headset, um, and I got the idea to just do this while I'm driving. I listen to the Drive to Work podcast by Mark Rosewater. Uh, it's just a great time to, great way to fill that time. Um, but if you can hear the sound of traffic or of me driving or right now the rain, I apologize. Um, 
I'll, I'll, I'll try to work on the sound as, as I go and try to improve that. But anyway, um, you know, so, so, you know, in Thanos' story, in Thanos' mind, Thanos is the good guy and the Avengers are actually the villains because they're trying to stop him from, in his mind, saving the universe. Um, you know, we, we kind of have this, well, not the same, but a similar thing in the Joker, uh, at least in versions of the Joker that do have his backstory and motivation, which has not been all of them, but it really started with the killing joke with where, um, you know, for the Joker, he's saying one bad day is all that separates the typical person from him. Um, and you see him go from being a fairly normal guy to, uh, just having a horrible, horrible day where, uh, it makes him go crazy. Um, and he wants to prove that he's not evil. He's not bad or, or wrong. It's the world that's wrong. It's the circumstances around what, you know, what made him that way that are wrong and it's kind of why he's out to prove and uh, and corrupt Batman uh you know you you see that in the the Christopher Nolan Heath Ledger Joker in uh, Dark Knight where he he's just trying to make Batman kill he's trying to prove that even even Batman is uh is corruptible and ultimately does that with Harvey Dent the the White Knight um by showing that you know, even even Harvey's not above becoming the villain, um, and so I, you know, I maybe that's a, a it's a hard to be sympathetic of necessarily that Joker because you don't see that whole backstory. But in the Killing Joke, you definitely can get a little more. And in the more recent, uh, you know, the Joker or just Joker um, with um, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, you know, yeah, that that one, great movie. If you haven't seen it, hard to watch, but but very very well done. Uh, you you really just watch this guy descend into madness, and I, I can't say that if I was in his exact shoes that I wouldn't be crazy either. Uh, I mean, you you know, so it's definitely a story of even though in that game when the pro, he's the protagonist, but he's a villain. He's the Joker. Um, but you can definitely be very compelled and understanding of him, even if you don't condone what he's doing, of course. Um, so, yeah, to me, the, the villains are always more interesting. Um, and, and they can be, for so many reasons, they can be done so many ways. And, um, yeah, I, I just tend to... And, you know, I guess there's more more than one way to to write the story, of course. But I think I tend to start with the villain and build from there as my foundation. So, um, yeah, this episode's a little shorter. I, I just really wanted to hit on villains, and uh, I want to I want to hear from you. Uh, email me at trthewriter at gmail or hit me up on Instagram uh, at tr underscore the underscore writer and I, I want to know what's what's your favorite villain and why uh, you know and, and tell me about it even if it's one of the ones I just talked about 
uh, or tell me about in a story you've written uh, tell me about your villain and and actually I want to know where do you start do you start with the villain do you start with a theme you know what where where do you start with the story that's that's always something very interested in in hearing so um, again that's at uh, tr underscore the underscore writer or tr the writer at gmail.com and uh, yeah I want to hear from you so thanks for listening <laughs>